This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. But back to reality, and it is the latest liberal plan to get more tax revenue. And this time it's very hard to argue that it is a matter of making the wealthy pay their fair share. The plan is to tax employee discounts. Now, this is something that would mostly affect retail workers, and retail workers, frankly, are not generally well paid. It would mean that the 20 or 25 percent somebody gets off a pair of jeans or some body lotion would be added to their taxable income. A lot of these people are making minimum wage. And in the case of some clothing stores, they often have to dress to a certain standard in order to keep those low-paying jobs. And how much would it cost the business owners to keep track of this? We want to hear from you. Is this a good idea? The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and especially if you are or have been a retail worker or a worker in a kind of business where you could get an employee discount, uh, what do you think of this and how would it have affected you if you were still in that job or if you are still in that job? But right now, let's go to Dan Kelly, who is the president of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Well, uh, what do you make of this? Gosh, I don't know how much crazier this can get. After government spent months trying to go after small business people, uh, both the money that they pay to their family members working in businesses or the money that they save in their business, and they started to finally climb down from that a little bit in the recent days, now they're going after people who are getting a free sandwich or, or perhaps 50% off their pizza uh, you know, after, after working a shift. I mean, give me a break. Um, I mean, uh, do you think that this is uh, comes from the government, or could it just be something that comes from the Canada Revenue Agency itself? Well, sure. There, the Canada Revenue Agency has, uh, for many years, found all sorts of ridiculous ways to go after taxpayers, and, and certainly there's no love lost, I think, between Canadian taxpayers in general and, and those of the CRA. Uh, but, but, I mean, these things generally do take the tone of the government of the day. Often, if a proposal like this uh, comes out, it can be knocked down by the government itself. Uh, there, are, there is the possibility of a ministerial directive, and we've seen previous governments do that, where they've told the CRA, yes or no, you cannot do these kinds of things. So, look, I'm, I'm prepared to give the be- government the better benefit of the doubt for a couple of days, but if we don't hear any immediate action out of the feds to say, look, we're closing the door to this, then it becomes the government's policy. I mean, it's interesting. You know, we've seen certain benefits become taxable, say, like uh, health benefits. And you can sort of see the the argument 
for that in terms of, you know, leveling the player playing field, because there are some businesses, uh, workers in small businesses that that don't get benefits and other people do. But but this seems really aggressive. It does. I mean, gosh, I, I understand the, the the need for the system to be fair, and an employer could choose to give employees certain kinds of benefits instead of uh, money, uh, instead of a paycheck, in order to try to keep them. And look, if that becomes another form of your income, I understand why the government needs to address those kinds of things. But uh, it almost feels like we're going after loose change here in the couch cushions to try to pay the bills. I mean, this is getting ridiculous if you're going after... Uh, um, you know what generally speak generally speaking what you know lower lower wage workers yeah uh, and if you're going after them for these kinds of nickels and dimes i got to i got to admit the cost and you mentioned this a second ago the cost for employers to try to track this is probably greater than the value of the actual discount or benefit that the employee is getting and what i suspect a lot of employers would do is just to say the heck with it i'm not going to start totaling up the 10% off you're getting on your 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 purchase of a new sweater i'm just not going to give it to you at all and then i won't have to i'll save myself the hassle and as a result of that the employee at the end of the day is going to lose gosh in a retail setting you know, sometimes the employee the employee can get a benefit any time on a particular item, but if they offer a sale, you know, a sale, sometimes that's greater than the amount of the employee the employee discount to begin with in the first place. So how are you going to determine whether or not this week that 10% off is going to be better than the sale you've just offered your regular customer? I think it's a, a nightmare scenario that they're trying to create, and and gosh, I think we have much much bigger fish to fry in Ottawa than this one. Well, well, e- exactly. I mean, you know, I'm assuming that you know, that usually on on a bill, that they it shows discounts and different types of discounts, so you could do it that way. But I'm thinking, you know, the you know the accounts are going to have to get in on this, and it it could cost a lot of money to keep track of. No, it it really could, and and this this has happened unfortunately far too often. That that what gets thrown out the window is common sense in terms of interpreting some of these policies. And I I get the government needs to keep an eye on the big picture. It needs to ensure that the tax system is fair for for everybody. But surely, good surely to goodness, there's there's more benefit to go after some of the offshore techniques that are being used by corporations uh, than trying to ferret out uh, an extra fifty cents off of uh, you know off of a bill or even a ten dollar lunch that you give your employees. How far is this going to go? So many companies now in the tech sector and others, you know, offer free lunches, have you know a ping pong table for people to play at. Are you going to have to you know charge them an extra quarter every time they use it? Uh, uh, you wor- you worry that that we're kind of losing the plot here. Um, yeah, it's interesting, Dan. I want to give the numbers out again because I really want to hear what what people think of this, and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners either do or have worked in a retail environment where they might get a little uh, discount. I know that you know, particularly when you see uh, younger women working retail, sometimes the uh, employee discount is the main reason they're doing it. So the numbers to call four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. And I am on the line with Dan Kelly, the president of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and we're talking about the latest tax plan, and that is to tax employee discounts. And um, 
what it would take to do that and, and what kind of more paperwork it would create. Um, and Dan, I think this is a, a big issue for a lot of employers, and that is the enforcement of these things and, and the paperwork involved. Absolutely. The, 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 the amount of tracking that has to go on for a bunch of things that the CRA goes after the small business people is incredible. Uh, and, and, you know, I subscribe to the view that virtually no employer in this country is doing this 100% correctly. For example, the automobile expense deduction. If you, have a, if you have your, use your personal vehicle uh, for work purposes or you use a work vehicle for personal purposes, you are expected to keep a logbook of every single trip that you take. And virtually nobody does it, possible, uh, nobody does it properly, but it creates a vulnerability there on the part of the business. And if the CRA auditor can find nothing, else, sometimes they go after you for that. And what I worry is that we're going to create these other stress points in the system by going after some of these nickel and dime charges. And and what it's going to do is it's going to frustrate the, the, the business person to the point where they say, forget it, I'm not even going to try to do it. You know, there there's an old saying, no, no good deed goes unpunished. And yeah. that's, that's, that's exactly, I, I expect, what a lot of business owners will feel uh, when the, if the CRA starts to go after them for these kinds of things. Uh, and, and in general, I mean, one of the main criticisms of the entire package of proposed tax changes, which involve people who are incorporated, is that, okay, this affects a lot of, or probably will affect a lot of small businesses because it's very unclear. Uh, But in the meantime, they've done nothing to go after really, really wealthy people, kind of like the finance minister and the prime minister. Well, look, I don't, I don't have any comments about their their tax uh, their tax bills as individuals or th- through their respective companies. But what I can tell you is that there are a lot of frustrated business people who do uh, view the fact that the tax system is vulnerable uh, to those at the top end of them uh, of of the market. And there's been, and as you said, there's been precious little attention paid to that. Sure, there are some some stepped up efforts. But I think we need to be a lot more aggressive about this. Even, even just you know the news about uh, about Netflix and the and the money that they're paying right now. You know, if there's a Canadian streaming company, you have to pay sales taxes uh, to and remit that to the to the government. But but a, a, an international online streaming company does not. And look, nobody wants to pay extra sales taxes on on anything. I I get it. But there's all sorts of examples of the fairness of the tax system. And what the government really should be doing is looking at this more comprehensively, determining whether the rules that we put in place years ago still apply to the uh, the marketplace. Not doing these as one-offs that are going to end up just alienating another group of Canadians, as has happened with respect to the small business tax changes. We've got to go after tax cheats, whether they're a business owner, whether they're an individual. But let's not go after uh, small guys and just squeeze them a lot harder uh, to try to, to wring out a couple more nickels here. Okay, uh, let's uh, go to the phones. We've got Jane in St. Thomas. Hello, Jane. Hi there. Um, I'd like to weigh in on this discussion because I've had it. I really have. They've gone after the little guy long enough. And this, just, it, this is not just retail. A lot of businesses, they give their, comp, their employees um, an incentive to keep working harder and everything else. The government, instead of going after the little guy, cut your spending. <laughs> There's a suggestion. <laughs> I mean, why are they trying to tax us to death? We've had it. They, they, they've hit us so hard. I'm a senior, and I, I'm afraid because I'm just retired. 
but I've had it. If you want me, I will, I will balance your budget. I will withdraw it. I'll make sure that they um, cut, their, cut their bloody taxes and cut their spending. He's spending all the time. Yes, um, and remember they, the promise of a $30 billion deficit? Remember that? <laughs> Billion? That's pocket change if Trudeau keeps spending. Uh, anyways. Okay, Jane. This is a, is, totally goes against what we stand for. These people are working hard, and sure, they want to buy a little item of that. That's nickel and dime. Come on, get over it. That's my comment. Okay, thank Jane, thank you. Dan, you were saying? You know, it, your caller just raises such an interesting point. The, there is a growing sense of frustration that I don't think we've fully captured uh, yet. Uh, but there, have, there are so many tax hits that, that business, business owners, individuals are either getting now or are about to get that haven't really, I think, uh, taken hold. But I suspect that we're going to be feeling – there's going to be a lot more people feeling the way that your caller does right now in the years ahead. There are, there's, there are now plans to increase uh, carbon taxes or carbon pricing for the next five years. So it's going to be going up starting in 2018 for five straight years. On top of that, the Canada Pension Plan premiums are going to be going up for seven straight years, paid for by employers and employees. EI rates are going up right now. Uh, we've got many provincial policies, minimum wage and labor legislation that are changing that are going to make it more difficult for business owners full stop. And then we add all sorts of these other nuisances, like federal tax changes that are creating a whole bunch of uncertainty in the system, these kinds of approaches going after employee benefits. There is going to be, I believe, a growing backlash of, of people that are just frustrated, that are throwing up their hands saying, what's going on? And I don't think the government fully appreciates that, and that's why they were so surprised when small business owners pushed back as aggressively as they did in facing their, the set of changes that, that was announced a couple of months ago. Uh, I suspect we're going to be feeling this a lot more in the days ahead. Okay, let's uh, try to uh, get in a couple of calls be, uh, before we take a break. We've got William in Toronto. Hi, William. Hi. This is nickel and diming and gouging the person that cannot afford to pay any more taxes whatsoever. Surely the government can come up with another scheme to uh, uh, <clears throat> handle their money better that they get instead of spending it foolishly and then asking the person that cannot afford to pay to pay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I think, and uh, no one should vote for a liberal government uh, whatsoever because they're just gouging nickel and diming and putting us back into the dark ages and into poverty. And uh, this, there's no Canadian core values or ethics uh, involved in <clears throat> in the way they're proceeding here whatsoever. Okay, William, thanks for that. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Okay, Joan in Oshawa. Hello, Joan. <laughs> oh, hi, Libby. How are you today? Fine. You're on the air. Go ahead. Well, I'm telling you, I am set up for the government, the liberal government. They're going after everybody while they're eating filet mignon. The working people and the elderly are eating bologna. Okay. I mean, this is pathetic, absolutely pathetic. They spend like crazy, and they're, they're supporting all these other countries, too. What about the Canadian people? You know, they're not, they're not, uh, they don't care. It's, it's just like, oh, well, we'll give some money to this country, we'll give money to that country. What about the Canadians here? 
Well, you know, it is it is part of our tradition to to help out and be a good international player. But, yes, I but realize I would, that. But when times yeah. are tough, well, times actually times are 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 not tough. But we still have to live within our means. Well, has, I know we have to live within our means. But w- yeah. when our means are shrinking and the cost of everything yeah. is going up. That's yeah. not helping the Canadian public. Well, and and a, a scheme like this, I don't think, is going to change things. Joan, thanks for your call. You're very welcome. Okay. Um, we are, uh, let me take one more, uh, but we're basically out of time here. We've got Peter in Waterloo. Hello there. Hi. Uh, again, the government, I think, has two sets of rules for different people. If they want to tax employees when they get a benefit, why don't they tax business travel? The difference between a basic travel and that, that's a benefit in kind. Mm-hmm. And again, there's two sets of rules. The ones you, the people you can easily get the money from and their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I would imagine that a lot of people feel that way, Peter. Yeah, well, that's my two cents on it. Okay. Okay, uh, thank you. Thank you. Brian and Mimico. Yeah, hi. You hi. know, one thing you have to remember about Justin, who comes in and just lies through his teeth during an election campaign, oh, $10 billion deficit. We'll balance it by this year. Oh, sorry. That's going to be a $30 billion deficit, and we're not going to balance it. This guy is just carrying on his father's legacy. That's all he's doing. He basically wants to destroy English Canada while preserving his own distinct nation. Oh, uh, I mean, I nation. think you know. Um, I, 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 don't, I can't imagine that that's true. But you know, and and even when we're criticizing him, I think you know, I, I can't imagine that uh, that he probably is doing what he thinks is right, and and can't even imagine what it's like to be somebody trying to get by on on a minimum wage who gets a little benefit like an employee discount. That's probably the problem. told him to do. Pardon? He's doing what Daddy told him to do. His idea of getting rid of Canada. Pierre Trudeau hated English Canada. Oh, I, I wouldn't agree with that. But anyway, Brian, thank you very much for your call. And, um, Dan, we're out of time on this one, but uh, I would say, yeah, it looks like people are getting angry about this. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're going to be headed into some times of uh, of a bit of a tax backlash uh, at the federal and provincial governments, and uh, and you know what? That's uh, you know it is you're reaping what you sow these days. Okay, Dan Kelly from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks again. Bye bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.